When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchos.com. My name is Nick Pollock, and today is March 27th, and yes... We are going to talk about baseball, man. It is the week of opening day. I hope you had fantastic drafts over the weekend. I hope PL Pro helped you out massively. Uh, we still have that promo open just a little bit longer. Draft weekend, all one word, to get your PL Pro tools before your draft. If you have the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night before the season starts, you get $40 off PL Pro yearly. It is an amazing thing. You get access to our Discord, ad free website. You get our live draft assistant, our appeal projections, also in-season projections for DFS and fantasy, daily and weekly. Uh, you want to get those to get ahead of the game from your uh, from your league mates. Draft weekend, all one word, all caps. Get $40 off Peel Pro yearly. I'm done with that, I promise. Tristan McKenzie removed yesterday due to right arm tightness. It's precautionary, apparently, but that's not great news. I do not want to see that from Tristan McKenzie whatsoever. Grayson Rodriguez is not expected to be on the opening day roster, and oh my gosh, what? Tyler Wells, I would assume, is getting that spot instead, and you're wondering, wait, Nick, whoa, 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 you had him in your top 50. That's like, I know I did. Where do you have him now? I have him near Tyler Glasnow, so that's, Glasnow's at 61, um, Grayson Rodriguez is at 63 now. So I still want you to get him in your 12-teamers. He should still 100% be drafted. But like, Dick, but he's not going to be on the opening day roster. I know, I know, I know. Second he comes up, Grayson Rodriguez is going to be a massive boom to your teams. You should be stashing him. I would be surprised if he's still in the minors on May 1st. You should have Grayson Rodriguez on your rosters. I'm not just saying this because I have him in the PL Legacy League. I'm saying this because this is a legitimate talent who's going to dominate when he does get that opportunity. JT Brubaker is on the IL with elbow and forearm discomfort. It means that Johan Aviedo is likely the one to get the rotation rotation spot for the Pirates. I can't say anything this morning. Do you want to go and get him? Probably not. Um, I will also emphasize, today we're putting out the SP, uh, the SP schedule article. If you don't know those from last year, we go over the next two weeks and showcase who guys are going to be starting for essentially the next four starts that they get. It is incredibly helpful across your leagues. You want to be referencing this constantly, and you'll see that Aviedo does not have a good first start of the year. You don't want to go and chase it. Uh, Aviedo also, I like his strikeout upside ultimately, but I think he still has command issues to polish as well. All right, looking at yesterday's games. Jack Flaherty, 3.2 innings, 6 earned runs, 4 hits, 3 walks, 1 strikeout. I am off the Flaherty train. I don't think I've been on it at all this off season, maybe back in like October, but I, I'm terrified of the shoulder. This is not the old man that we want him to be. Well, we want him to be young, but his old self? Okay. It's not Jack Flaherty. I am not in on that one. Jose Arquiti went on the other side of it. Four innings, one earned run, four hits, zero walks, one strikeout. Seems nice to me. He has a decent schedule to begin the year. Arquiti's fine to add on your rosters. Um, Chris Sale, five innings, two earned runs, five hits, two walks, three Ks. Could not get a velocity rating. 95 is what I'm hoping for. I think he's fine. I don't think he's locked to be 
the starter we want him to be, but he's still going to be better than others. So I still have him inside my top 50, of course. I think it's top 40, um, around 35 or so. But I'm a little, I don't know. I, I don't want us to expect too much out of Chris Sale. It's not going to be like a Justin Verlander renaissance, something like that. That's I don't think that's going to happen for him. Matt Strom is in the rotation for the Phillies because Ranger Suarez is hurt. 2.2 innings, 300 runs, two hits, three walks, and three Ks. We're not going to pursue it. But hey, I just love this because I've been waiting for Mastrom to start since 2018. He finally has a rotation spot and like an actual one for a moment. Hopefully he can seize the opportunity. Sonny Gray, three innings, zero earned runs, zero hits, four walks. You love to see it from Sonny Gray. Good stuff there. I feel like he's honestly at a discount right now in drafts. He's not really getting drafted inside the top 15 rounds. It's more like around 18th round or so. Sonny Gray's good. He's on the Twins. He's going to get wins. He's good. You should have Sonny Gray on your teams. Spencer Strider, ace is going to ace. Four innings, zero in runs, two hits, one walk, four Ks. Who cares? Nick Lodolo, 2.2 innings, one in run, one hit, three walks, three Ks. This is the biggest worry I have about Lodolo is that he's not polished with his command. He could be a 9%, 10% walk guy. And I love his stuff. I think that his sinker inside the zone is really good. I think his curveball is fantastic. I think there's room to grow with that changeup. But he's not locked in yet. And it's going to take some time for that whip to go underneath 110, I mean 120 even. So you throw in a, a club that is not going to win a ton of games. You throw in a bad home park. It's why Nick Lodolo is not on any of my fantasy teams, despite loving the guy. I was so in on him last year, but it's because he's not, because his price was not nearly as high as it is now. Justin Steele had the start we've been waiting for. Six innings, zero runs, four hits, one walk in, six strikeouts. Good job, buddy. I don't know what he did, though, which stinks. I wish I had more I could tell you about his fastball being really good or his slider being excellent. Not the best schedule to kick off the year. I mean, he does get the Brewers. It's not Drew Smiley. It is Justin Steele instead, which is better for Steele. Could be a good first start. Not necessarily against it. He's also not getting drafted as heavily as I thought he would be. So you might want to consider streaming him for that first one. He'll be included in my pitchers I'm streaming the first week of the season article. There are 20 guys in that article, believe it or not. And I'm going to showcase all the good starts and all the things that you might be wanting to stream opening weekend and next week. So stay tuned for that. They'll be either on Tuesday or on Wednesday. But Justin Steele, it's good to see that. Lucas Giolito, 5.1 innings, one and run four. It's one walk, six Ks. No, I do not have velocity. It's annoying, but this is very good and you love to see it. Uh, Michael Waka, five innings, four and runs, eight hits, two walks, one K. It's very frustrating considering he does have a good matchup to begin the year against Rocky Road. I don't know if I want to go with that, though. That's 10 base runners in five innings. That's a two whip. And it really is so important for Michael Waka to have his command and be in rhythm for us to trust him. So... I don't know if that's going to be uh, something I'm going to target necessarily. He's going to be the back end of those of those uh, starters that I'm streaming, of like the real deep ones. Uh, but it's something to consider at the very least, considering he could just sneak in a win. There are a lot of other guys to talk about, including, including Johnny Brito, who I watched all of it for, um, Jesus Lazardo, Josiah Gray, um, Clayton Kershaw, a lot of these guys. And we're going to talk about all of them after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. 
Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Logan Gilbert, four innings, two earned runs, two hits, zero walks, three Ks. All good there. Brandon Woodruff, same thing. Six innings, three earned runs, three hits, one walk. Like, okay, six Ks, everything's fine. Merrill Kelly, we're not drafting him. We're not touching him. 4.2 innings, two earned runs, four hits, two walks, five Ks. Not a good first start of the year anyway. Just ignore Merrill Kelly in your drafts. He's actually was not drafted in the PL Legacy League. Look at that. That's a 12-teamer. Not drafted. He's on the waiver wire and no one wants to pick him up. Clayton Kershaw, six innings, zero in runs, three hits, zero walks, and seven strikeouts, 10 for 30 slider whiffs. Yes, this is Clayton Kershaw. Justin Berlander had a very tough start. Uh, five innings, three in runs, eight hits, four walks, three Ks, not against a good lineup. Velocity was down nearly three ticks from 95 to 92 and change. He took two comebackers to his leg. One of them was like him stopping a ground ball by kicking out his leg. His mechanics are off. It was terrible. And we're not concerned about Justin Verlander. He's been through adversity before. He'll figure this out. He'll get into that rhythm and he'll be good. Don't read too much into this one. He has a wonderful schedule to start the year. All the Mets do. It's insane. Peterson and Carrasco should be on your targets list of just streaming and rostering the first week or two of the season. Um, Alex Wood dominated for 10 strikeouts and 5.1 innings, two and runs, three hits, three walks, six out of 27 change whiffs, which is really nice to see because really he's been fastball slider um, for the past two years. And to see that changeup doing good things is a positive sign. However, it's a tough matchup or two at the start of the year. And we'll jump back in once we get better matchups for Alex Wood and we can feel more confident starting him. Ken Waldachuk, it's very strange what's going on in the athletics uh, rotation. Waldachuk is in there. So is Sears. And so is Muller, who's the opening day starter now that Drew Rosinski is on the IL. It's crazy. You also have Shintaro Fujinami in there as well. But you have 3.1 innings, 5 earned runs for Waldachuk, 4 hits, 4 walks, and 6 Ks. He's down 2 ticks on the fastball. Still struggling to find strikes. It's not the the situation you want. He does get the uh, the Guardians to start the year. That's great, but I don't want to trust him in that. This is one of those things where I think at some point in the year, Waldachuk will click and will be interested, but you do not want to take that risk at the beginning of the season for Waldachuk at this moment. Jesus Lazardo, five innings, two earned runs, three hits, two walks, and four Ks. He was down to 96 miles per hour, but this is typical for the last start of the year. You normally see a guy go a little bit softer um, for that final tune-up, especially guys that are veterans and have the rotation spots. They're not fighting for anything. Uh, 96 is still good, by the way. That's what he sat the entirety of last year, and that we're, we're happy with that. We want to see him sitting 97. Probably will be a little bit harder than 96 in the first start of the year. Um, he does get the Mets first, which is frustrating, but I'm still going to start him there. I don't care. He was 9 for 30 in slider whiffs, which is so good because, honestly, last year, changeup was the one that really took over in the second half, not the slider. Ugh, I can't wait. Josiah Gray, uh, four innings, zero and runs, one hit, one walk, and three Ks. He's had a phenomenal spring, and the main thing has been this introduction of a cutter where he's gotten a ton of strikes. Uh, this game, not many cutter strikes, 8 for 17. But it opened the door for him to get whiffs on his four-seamer, going six for 13 on them, and then also on his breaking balls, six for 23 on those. That's 12. 
out of 36, which is fantastic. That's like a 30% swing strike rate plus on everything that isn't the cutter. The thing is, I'm not chasing Josiah Gray, obviously, because, you know, I can get many wins for the Nationals. But also the fact that he's been a home run machine in the past and he gets two terrible matchups to start the season. So Josiah Gray after that maybe will be interesting. It's kind of cool that we can say, great, we don't want to take the risk early on with Josiah Gray. See how this plays out and then maybe we'll add him later in the season, maybe the third or fourth start of the year. And then lastly, I'm going to spend a lot of time on this one, uh, is Johnny Brito. And you're wondering who the heck is that? Well, this is the guy who's actually going to be the number five starter for the Yankees. You have Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez as the one and two, but Rodon is hurt, Severino is hurt, and so is Frankie Montes. So in comes Domingo Herman, Clark Schmidt, and Johnny Brito. Who's the one that you want? Well, I don't know if it's Brito. Does not have a high strikeout rate in the minors. It was like 20% last year, um, is what Twitch chat says. And I very much believe it after watching this, because I, w- I watched all five innings here, 5.1 actually, zero and runs, zero hits, zero walks, three Ks. This is what he does. It's a heavy sinker. It's like 96, 97 at times. Inside of right-handers. You know I like that. That is a Zach Wheeler thing. High O-swing on it. At 67% O-swing, which is really good. Got lots of outs on that. Got some whiffs underneath the bat too when he got it down, which is very nice. That's good. It's not conducive to strikeouts, right? And it's very much balls in play, but inside of right-handers, I'm cool with that. Four-seamer command was kind of iffy. Tried to elevate a decent amount with it. 95, 96, it's not really this big whiff overpowering four-seamer. At least that's what I saw from the very brief uh, five innings I saw yesterday. Secondary-wise is where I'm a little concerned. There is this changeup, and it's a good one. It's not this like, oh my gosh, look at this changeup, it's unreal. It's good. Um, It's his best secondary pitch. He has this big curveball that he tries to get down in glove side. It's more for called strikes. And maybe getting some outs in like a 2-1 counter, so an aggressive guy. His slider was hung, and it wasn't really a polished pitch. And he doesn't have a legitimate whiff offering. That's the biggest problem I have uh, with with Brito. And he could very well just be a five-inning win guy and kind of a Toby, um, which isn't the worst thing ever. But I want him to be a, a strikeout machine. You know, if you're, if you're chasing a young pitcher, innately, every single young pitcher coming to the majors is going to have command issues. Command issues are so, so unbelievably common your first year in the majors because you're nervous. Your emotions are getting in the way and you're not as confident and collected. There are some rare guys that are in and locked in and everything is fine. But I mean, Kyle Body was saying this. Um, oh my, I did it again. Kyle Bodie was saying this and that they would just throw out command numbers for rookies um, with the Cincinnati Reds. And you can't expect the command to be there. So you're going to have blowups in the command side. So that means for me to chase any sort of young pitcher early, they need to have 25% plus strikeout potential. Essentially, like you're expecting that, right? That That's what you're you're hoping for because when the days happen when they do have their command then it's electric and it really pushes the needle enough to make up for the days where the command isn't there and they have the emotions and everything like that if it doesn't come with that strikeout potential you can't rely on him being a ratio benefactor you can't it's a bad bet to make relative to everyone else in the league that you kind of already have the understanding for 
So that's why I'm not going to be chasing Johnny Brito in my 12-teamers. I just, I can't do it. Now, in my deeper leagues, maybe he might be a streamer through the year. I don't want to do it out of the gate. And I think it's not going to last too long. I hope for good things. He could squeeze by with it because of that sinker. But Johnny Brito is not the guy that I think is the game changer. Jared Schuster is much more of a game changer to me than Brito in a similar situation of winning ball club, good defense behind him. Schuster can run away with it way, way, way better. So uh, so that's that's the situation on him. It's interesting, though. Absolutely. And there could be a world where he actually does well and he maintains a spot over Herman and so on and so forth. It's just a lower probability, I think, considering he does not have those secondaries that really wow you. But all right, that is it for today's edition of the Plus Pitch Podcast. If you're wondering, Nick, what happens in season? Because you're talking about all these spring performances right now, and how does it flip over? Well, that starts really on Thursday, where Thursday I'm going to be talking about the stream picks of the day, and then I'm also going to be talking about the things from the night before um, with the SP Roundup and going over that. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, we also talk about two pits, two start pitchers on Fridays as well. Uh, and I talk about maybe some changes to the list on Monday. But it's pretty straightforward. I talk about the SP Roundup and I talk about the streaming picks for that day, the next day, and also I believe on Thursday. I think I do three days. Something along those lines. Um, but I also preview out the weekend and I preview out the week early in the week. It's a wonderful podcast. You should be listening to it. Thank you all so much for subbing and rating reviewing this podcast goes a long way for for me but we're so close guys really like it's monday baseball starts in three days i can't believe it we've made it good luck in your drafts remember draft weekend is the promo code for peel pro you get 40 dollars off yearly all caps one word but that is it so my name is nick pollock and may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high